0: Everyone, and welcome to another
1: Behind the Open Door here. Actually, in the studio now, finally. I uh, got my guest here, Shinobi. What up, everybody? And you guys know him, also known as Joey. You're a great musical talent, DJ, especially producer here in, in Arizona in the Valley area. So,
2: brother, appreciate it. Good finally,
1: someone's someone's in my I
3: world.
1: I know
2: this room is like, oh, it's just like I can feel all the musical energy just <laughs> getting in here. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, hey, so, gosh, boy, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, what have you been up to? Mainly music. music. Non-stop. I have non since you last saw me. Um, and then just been working, getting my life, you know, in track. Finally happening, so I'm, like, in a very calm place in life right now, except for everything happening in the world. But, I mean, I can't control that, so... Mm -hmm. just gotta live day by day definitely definitely so so
1: musically so what's been i know we talked about a little bit earlier before we started set here uh you've been working on some hip-hop something different for you
2: yeah so i have a good friend his name is uh stig and he is a like super talented rapper the first time i ever heard him like rap he freestyles Mm -hmm. so that's his main thing is freestyling and i heard him just We were at work and he just dropped like two bars and I was literally, my jaw just dropped. (laughs) And then I told him a little bit and I Uh was like, I do music and I, but I do techno and I don't do hip hop, but I would, I would try if you want to collab. Uh So we ended up doing so. And just out of the blue, it like kind of came to me. Obviously I know how to produce music, so. It was just, uh, the challenging part was actually just arrangement of a hip-hop track. Mm-hmm. Not so much like the sounds, everything. I knew all that stuff prior. Mm-hmm. It was just more getting the structure down. So that way uh, he was able to like just rap and just drop it. And oh. we actually finished the track. So we have oh, nice. it. Uh, he's going to be releasing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're just waiting. We're going to do a few more tracks. of oh. do like a little EP. Oh, nice. And then we'll we'll put it out. But for now, it's just... It's a little tucked away secret that I got. <laughs> like hidden right there. It's like, this is what I've been up to for the last year. Or so. No,
1: cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, man, so as far as... So, got hip-hop going, everything else. Now, what about some of the traditional Shinobi music? Uh,
2: that's been non-stop going. That's still going with the set that I played uh, that you guys will get to listen to later. Pretty much that whole set was nothing but new music. Maybe... There's probably like two or three songs that people know mm-hmm. that are out on my platforms and stuff. But other than that, every other track on my mix is brand new. No one's ever heard it except my wife. So <laughs> <laughs> so he's no longer driving his wife nuts with it over time? Yeah, yeah, you she's over it right
1: you, you That's why she's not here. She says, I've heard it already. Um, no, it's you, guys, it's you guys, well, we actually recorded the set before this, but actually you'll see it after the interview. So anyways... Yeah, it's gonna de- have, definitely gonna have a check it out. It's, it's a dope asset. Yeah, I surprised myself. So if that tells you anything. <laughs> so, with that, music wise, uh, we talk about a little bit about life and stuff, you know. And it's been, cra- it's been crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's been crazy with, essentially, geez, you know, I got with all this craziness in the world. We have to talk about what's going on in the world because it would be totally ignorant not to say anything. Yeah. Um. I mean, I got back before all this lockdown shit happened and stuff, I got back from Vegas, you know, this is back in early March or so. Um, then it's been like four months of like, what the hell is going on <laughs> here and stuff, right? And, you know, it's one at least for me, you know, it's like for us, has been, for my wife and I, has been a challenge too, you know, it's like kids are at home, we gotta homeschool and everything else and stuff. It wasn't too bad with my oldest one because she was, she was doing kind of homeschooling for the beginning of the school year. Went back to school for two months and went back to home school. <laughs> um, but you know, the world's been crazy and stuff. And and you know, I want to pick your brain. Okay. Right? <laughs> I know you have stuff on your mind, stuff, right? And it's like, oh. and you no, know, but you know, but again, you know, the one thing I like to do is just hear one people to talk out, express what they have to say and stuff. And again, the, you know, no judgments or anything, but no judgment for those who are watching and stuff, just, you know, open your ears and listen to people and stuff that's that thing what we have to do um i mean especially you know us coming you know we you know been in the scene been to the places played at places everything else um with you know i'll just say with people like jumping around and going out there again i mean personally i think it's been stupid i mean it's like i agree <laughs> you know, and it's like you know it's like you know You know, I was a nerdy bio major at one point in my life. And, you know, you study germs and viruses all that stuff, right? And it's like, it's like the common sense, right? Mm -hmm, It was mm -hmm. like, you know, you take away political sizing. I mean, this is how stupid it is, right? Is that we've gone to a point in society that we political size wearing a mask, right? Where it's like common sense, virus, germs, all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no politics about germs. Mm-hmm. But we've gone to the point that we're political germs and viruses and everything else. And it's insane. I
2: mean, I know you have a lot of, oh, thoughts, yeah, of yeah. Your thoughts about yeah. that. I'm glad I'm wearing the mask because underneath, my, I just got a big grin because I'm just like... There's so much going on as you speak. Am <laughs> going on in my brain? But, so, yeah, I, I 100% agree. People who are going out right now is probably the worst time to mm-hmm. be going out. Like, this is when it just... Hit that peak and now it's going to come back quicker than anybody thought. But
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I got, you know, friends back in Cali and stuff and we're like, you know, it's been like absolute lockdown. My brother's, you know, hasn't, I thought, my brother has been you know, Mr. Social Bug and stuff, hasn't left his house in like four or five months and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's like you sit there and it's a common sense and then it's like, you know, what gets me is people, people, arguing like they have their, their their i guess i don't know what we call it rights but i guess say self-centeredness i call it okay. right you're like you know you see on the news and everything i was like oh i got this condition i gotta wear i can't wear a mask and all that stuff right oh, oh and, and, okay. and and it's like it's like okay that's kind of a selfish self-centered i mean this is my opinion again everything is sort of <laughs> out of our own opinions you know <laughs> It's, it's, it's selfish, it's it's really selfish, mm-hmm. right? You know, and to say, you know, that, you know, if you're an employer, you wanna protect employees, but then also you have, you know, you, you're a still owner, business owner, all that stuff, it's like, you gotta think about how the other people are, right? And it's, it's like, like, it's just normal human respect, yeah. right? And yeah. it's what gets me or irritates me personally, Is like, okay, common sense, Consider, consider you know, where's your manners, right? Consideration, right, for yeah, others, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's not, no
2: empathy. There's zero,
1: and it's it's like it's it's an, it's annoying, it's agitating, you know. You I mean, what worries you know us, you know me being Asian, right? You know, like especially in Arizona. Yeah. There's yeah, not yeah. many of us besides on you know Bencom <laughs> uh, Plaza and you know <laughs> off of Dobson, as about yeah. it. you know. Yeah. But it, you know, it's like I, you know. I've gone, I've gone, especially when I, because in March, I was sick too, right? And hell, up, I had it, I have no idea, you know, but it was, it was, you know, you were like, you're paranoid. I was paranoid The cough, right? Thinking that people were going to look at me differently oh, just because, that happens to me all the time. Just because, you know, <laughs> or like the color of my skin or anything like that, right? And it's like, I have a cough, right? But yeah. it's it, just knowing to be judged, right? Especially yeah, yeah, yeah. with, you know, you know, not, not, I guess the media, I was, I'll have a whole different opinion about the media, but it's the cases in which, you, as an Asian American, is that, you know, to be, you know, stereotype, you know, to say, hey, you know, hey, the Kung flu thing, right? Which, out of context, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, but the context has been used yeah. out there oh, in Oh, I hate media, that when I heard That, it. the way yeah. it's used, and the thing is like, it's just it's just like, you know, you know, Black brothers and sisters, you know, or they're using the N word, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's the context. I don't even, personally, I don't think they should be calling each other that, but that's up to them, right? Yeah. But it's a context versus them calling each other versus someone else saying it, right? Yeah, someone from the outside. For outside yeah, from the yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, it's the same thing. It's it's the, it's the context. You know, people say, oh, it's only words, but it's the context of how it's used, right? Yeah. And what worries me as a parent, and especially with a kid who's in junior high, because kids in junior high are stupid. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I worry about that, you know, for her to be, you know, stereotype or, or, or be picked on just because of the color of her skin, right? Yeah. And what, you know, right, announced in the current times right now with coronavirus and COVID stuff, right? You know, as an Asian, you sit there like, okay, well, are you going to be judged because what I look like, right? You know, I'm yeah. fourth generation here. I am probably the farthest Asian... I'm I'm a Twinkie. I'm a banana, you know? It's like, um, but, you know, then you, then when you go into, you know, you know, black folks, African-Americans and all that stuff, right? And you do understand why people don't understand how, like walking down the street, and this is what people don't get. If I walk down the street with a bag of Skittles with a hoodie, no one's going to think twice. Yeah. Right. Versus if you're, if you're a black kid. Right, doing the same thing, right? You're automatically you can get judged walking down the street, and people don't get get that. You know, I I had friends from the hood and everything else. You know, I went. You know, I had a, I had a good friend in college. You know, he grew up in Englewood and everything else. Right? He was fortunate enough that you know, his mom was a paralegal, and the, the her, her mom's his mom's boss paid for his private school, so he got out of the hood. Nice. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But
1: he still had lived, had lived in the hood. Oh yeah. Right. And and to carry that, just being a black man, especially when we were in college and stuff, and you're you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old and stuff, still to be you know you worry about looking behind your back just because of your color of your skin, right, and and that's what people. That's what frustrates me. Is that people you know, don't get that. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I even, even, even had a discussion with a friend who was saying like, okay, you know, us being Asians, we have yellow privilege. He said, well, we work, our, we work our asses off. I said, yeah, we, we work our asses off. But like, I gave him an example was like, if you put us as a equally qualified Asian, black, Hispanic, and you have a, 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 board, a board of directors, which is stereotypically Caucasian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who are they gonna choose? the likelihood if you got equally across same qualifications. See, that's your yellow privilege. You know, that, that's my point too. Yeah. You know, we we as Asians also have that yellow privilege too. Um, so anyways, back to my sp- <laughs> point was, is that <laughs> like, people who don't understand that and kind of, kind of blush it off the side, yeah, that's irritating to me and stuff, you know. But anyways, that's, that's my, that's my rant. <laughs> that's
2: my social rant um but that's good but we need those people mm-hmm. we need them in our lives mm-hmm. the people that actually know what's going on and have been in the hood and are from the streets and all that is to educate those people that yeah. haven't been in the streets yeah that haven't fought for fucking being in a fucking special spot because of your color of your skin yep. and shit Yo. so it's very important to definitely just keep educating everyone, mm-hmm. especially right now. Because yeah. it's surprising how many people, especially in the scene or in our group that we mm-hmm. know that don't know certain things that you were taught in school or you were taught somewhere else and people just, it doesn't click to them because how you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. they're just in their own lives. So they're so self-centered that anything outside themselves is like it's it's fake not, news pretty much it's, well
1: yeah, if it's like if it is if it is, if not if, if it doesn't impact me, it doesn't affect me, then, yeah. then I don't know it's kind yeah. of like blinders, right and it's yeah. like we', we it's a very bad mentality to have we can't be you know this is in general, you know, have walked through life with blinders, yeah, right and in obviously i'm I'm a lot older than you are, but in a different generation, but is that it's like younger generation not stereotypically, right I don't say stereotypically. <laughs> Is that social consciousness seems to be lost because everything is everything is instant fifteen seconds. Yeah. Right. If you don't, if you do, if you don't do your Instagram in thirty seconds, you don't get the thing. Right. Yeah. And stuff like yeah. that. Right. So it's 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 it's, it's like already
2: getting implanted in your brain. It's
1: implanted in the, yeah. in the brain and the attention span that's out there, because even like right now, right? You know, with we go from viruses. Social and, and the whole stuff that a couple of weeks ago, right? All it's like this and out the media is gone. We know it's still happening right now, yeah, right? It's still going on. Mm-hmm. But then, if but the problem is too with this with our media is that if it's not shown like things blowing up or people burning stuff, it's like it doesn't make the news, yeah. But there's still people going out there, still fighting for it, still oh, trying yeah. to even right now yeah. as we're talking, about. are trying this now. stuff is going on right yeah. now in downtown <laughs> Phoenix, probably, yeah. Um, and people are upset they can't go to the bars in Scott's though.
2: but <laughs> by the way, quick shout out to <laughs> Pax Machina because they are like seriously fucking fighting BLM hard, and you guys are fucking rocking it. I'm gonna be in touch with you guys soon because I definitely want to go protest, and they've been protesting since the beginning, mm-hmm. so huge definitely. props to all of them because fuck, like we need more of them. <laughs> yeah,
1: we, we definitely We need, I mean, I can is that, you know, social consciousness, and that's kind of like, I guess, one of the messages I always like to try to say, you know, with like, you know, I was a poli-sci major in undergrad, besides, but by but I just skipped out the whole bio stuff because it's like, you know, this stuff is too hard, you know? Let me do some politics and stuff, and I realized that I don't want to really get into politics, but I like politics. But um, the, 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 you know, this is where I struggle a lot, too. I mean, I always believe people have their opinions. But there's a point that you can't debate with people because they don't understand how the things work. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and that that's where I have to, I bite my tongue a lot, because they don't understand how the process works. Yeah, right. Um, that's happening a lot, right? Yeah, and I, you know, as as what I was educated on and stuff, I still have a true belief that the power is still within the people mm-hmm. to make a change, but they have to believe they can make that change. Yeah. Because we're beaten down to think we can't make a change, that it's screwed. Yeah. Right now, those are you know I say those in power or maybe, right, have learned to use the system to their advantage, right? And that's what it's been, right? Yeah. Which you know there's a lot more of us who are not in that far greater outnumber than everyone else. But it, it it's it's I don't know. <laughs> How do we put it in the right words? Especially especially as a parent,
2: right? You, you you have such a hypersensitivity to all that stuff that's going on. Yeah, because it's not involving just you. now you gotta involve the being that you brought to life and Yeah, and it's like you come to them this them world the like and
1: everything. you know, you try you try to, um, shelter them and it's, it's a natural thing try a shelter thing. of a everything else. of yeah. a your point, you a know, it's like you a not you 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 have to say, hey, this is what's really going on in the world and stuff, right? little yeah. Because even, even like, in, I guess, well, on like social media, but, you know, it's, like, certain things, like, you know, my 12-year-old will stress out about. And I was like, you don't need to, st- you don't stress about it. Don't yeah, make yeah, yourself, yeah. and then sometimes it's good, I had this conversation with her, sometimes it's good to disconnect. You have to disconnect. You
2: know? Oh, yeah. Or you just say
1: you've disconnected for I've a I've done it,
2: yes. <laughs> I do it. If you have to, especially right now, if your mental health is not at 100%. If you fucking are suicidal or sad every fucking day, I can guarantee 85% of it is because you're on fucking Facebook, Instagram, any social media, and just fucking mushing your brain. And you just need to turn your phone off, even just turning your phone off for two hours, Mm -hmm. which is not a long time. Two hours can like definitely help your mental health. So if you're not feeling it, disconnect and just come back
1: it in it, it's it in it it's in you know you, we talk about now you know about mental health, and there's another big thing too i always you know always consciously worry about you know for others others and self. you know always about myself too it's like having that clear mind you know which basically which is part of the disconnecting from all the inputs right? Because, you know growing up for me, there wasn't all this. Boom, five seconds here. Boom, oh, yeah, and here's yeah, a tweet yeah. here. Boom, And it's this constant, 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 right? Yeah. Um, and it's stressful and stuff, and is and 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 people have a hard time coping with it, you know. But you know, then they'll turn to you know extracurricular activities uh, <laughs> to try to numb it, right? But yeah. at the same time, at a certain point, that doesn't that is still gonna come back no matter what, right? Oh
2: yeah, once you get sober off whatever you do, you're. Yeah, going to be back where you started so
1: yeah and, 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 and that's another thing too we, well in a society right we, we 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 don't value mental health right because we mm-hmm. were always worry about well part of it because we were always worry about fixing things with some sort of substance right it's like hey you know take here take some volume and all that stuff right yeah 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 when a lot of time too it's like okay you know it's disconnecting from world you know, being with one with nature, you know, family, everything else. Um, it's it's really a refreshing thing, right? And and for those, you know, and so, sometimes people because you know, family may might be an option because that's kind of what driving some of their, yeah, yeah, right. their you know some of their 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 mental um, challenges. But we as a society have to stop, especially for us guys, right? You know, it's like we, we don't talk about emotions most of the time, right? Or stereotypically,
2: yeah. right? Um Luckily I was not raised that way. So yeah. thank you, mom. <laughs> you <laughs> know you know, Asian
1: parents, but not <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, you know, I, you know, one thing too is always, you know with, you know, with my kids and stuff, it's okay to be, the show the emotions, it's okay to be angry, it's okay to be mad, it's okay to be sad. Yes. That's just part, how you feel. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I've used that energy of, you know, not so good times and stuff, and made music out of it, right? It's fine taking an outlet, you know, you feel like shit, and make music out of it. That's sort of been the outlet. And that's where, for me, even, say, you know, I wish I could make music nine to five, but, you know, got paid the bills. Yeah. Um, but go get away from that, work on music, do do a podcast, do a DJ set, may produce music, produce content video, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's, it's, it's a refreshing thing, right? It's especially, you know, when you have a daily grind and everything else because it's kind of monotonous. Yeah. Right? And able to have that creativity or outlet is so important for one's mental health. Yeah. That's definitely, you know, I agree 100%. You know. So anyways, mental health, social consciousness, <laughs> where else do we go on this thing?
2: <laughs> We're going everywhere.
1: We're going everywhere, this is, how, this is what this show's about, go about everywhere we want to talk about.
2: This is the back door, so you, you get the truth, <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's for <probably> reals.
1: <laughs> uh, no, you know, anything, what's, you know, it's even like this is like, it's, it's healthy for me, right, because I don't see people, I mean, I work. From home, I don't see people. Yeah. Right. So for me to say interact with you, do you know, do an interview, just say what's up, right? Or you know, last week I was working with someone, working on music with them and everything else. Hey, Rex Garcia, that's who you are. Uh, work on his music and because that's something that's created for him and his outlet and stuff, and it's just kind of vibe on music and stuff, yeah. or talk to other people and stuff that's working on and just music related stuff. This enjoying that time and stuff. It's yeah. so helpful
2: and healthy, and it's like, I don't know how else to say it and stuff. And you can do that with anything, too. It doesn't even have to be music. You can do painting. You can do drawing. You can even go for, like, a walk, which is how we said earlier, go on. Go be with nature. Go be with Mother Earth.
1: Except when it's 115 in Phoenix and stuff. It's not a
2: yeah, good Yeah, that's true. Go early morning or midnight. <laughs> that's why it's only my
1: fourth bottle of water today.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: So... How would you describe, so switching gears here, so how would you describe, well, let's put something this way. Were you born and raised in Phoenix? I
2: was. I'm a native
0: here, yes.
1: He is a native. Not too many people say they're native from Phoenix. (laughs) Because we're all transplant, like myself. I was
2: a transplant. Yeah, everybody Um, pretty much is nowadays.
1: So, I mean, I guess, because obviously born and raised here and stuff, and it's probably, especially in the last 10 years, how would you say... The music scene has changed because I mean it's changed in the three years I've been out here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you describe it since you got into
2: it? Oof, that's a that's a big question. Just because I started raving here, probably my first rave was when I was sixteen, and I I want to say it was either some Bubble Bobble, so <laughs> one one of the years of Bubble Bobble, uh-huh. or it was uh, DJ Sorrel. But I do remember. Like, my first memory was watching DJ Searle before I knew who he was at the press room. Mm -hmm. Before it was the press room. Oh, okay. And he was just in the very, like, where the bar area is. Yeah. Have you guys been to the press room where the bar area is? It was kind of just that, like, just that hallway. Uh And Searle was right there, maybe, like, 300 kids, 500 kids tops. Uh And happy hardcore is the first genre that I listened to. Mm -hmm. So, from going happy hardcore... Then the next year was hard style. Then the next year was progressive house, and just it's pretty much like every year mm-hmm. something new is hitting. Mm-hmm. But from living here and witnessing everything, this is a a bass heavy state, oh, it, super it, it heavy is. <laughs> It just, is. people and, like uh, a thump. They do, and it's great. And when they came here, it was just like a it was like a breath of fresh air, I guess, mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. And now come what are we now 2020 mm-hmm. so even two years ago the music was future house probably was like the hottest thing yeah. two years ago yeah so now we're going into back into techno and slowly going into trans so it's mm-hmm. it's like the full circle is coming back around so it's it feels nice to see the whole evolution of going from happy hardcore super candy kid uh-huh. to this mainly black with khakis hard techno I got gray gray and black (laughs) see there you go you know the deep (laughs) v-neck black shirt just
1: yeah stereotype (laughs) Stereotype. Uh,
2: but yeah the transition's been great you know I mean the people here are amazing every scene every every sub scene Mm -hmm. there's beautiful people in it Uh, and with every production company out here they've been collaborating and Mm -hmm. they've been able to throw bigger shows and yeah. like merge all the groups together and now pretty much like anyone who raves you're gonna either have mutual friends with them or you're you're like best friends with the person yeah
1: you go to the effect because i think the old, most of the people <laughs> on the facebook is like you're, you're you got 90 some on mutual people oh like, i love that it's yeah. like holy <laughs> shit it's like
2: damn right that's my favorite as soon as i see we have over a hundred people out, i like I try to add you, because I'm like, I know we had to have met at some point. Right. And then I'll go and message them and be like, hey, do we know each other? And then... Yeah, that's a, the that's a funny part, because, you know, it's like the first
1: year, year and a half, I really didn't get out much out here. Then, I think, end of 2018, I said, yeah, let me start moseying around and stuff, just kind of meet the people and stuff. And one thing, too, everyone's always been chill in the yeah. scene out here, oh, yeah. which is, like, so way different from L.A. or SoCal, because everyone's in there little bubbles oh, and, everything, yeah, and stuff and we'd there a nose up there, and was up there you know, <laughs> it was it's, it was so refreshing because everyone's been chill you know there's a couple weirdos everyone, everyone has a weirdo oh yeah but, <laughs> but I've, been, I've been that weirdo from time to time <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's been like it's been really cool it was like okay everyone's just chill and it's like yeah I'd be like I'd be somewhere and they'd be like hey Akiru what's up I'm like What's happened? I'm like, <laughs> I don't
2: remember. You who try you so are. hard to remember every place you been. I was like, I'm like, drunk or
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sober. <laughs> no, but
1: yeah, back to what i was saying, like, yeah, it's it's been really refreshing since coming out here, coming from, hate to stereotype, so Southern California, but it's. It, well,
2: I've it, been there and <laughs> I've seen the clicks, bro. There's like, there is a click for. Every group of five people I saw. group of five people.
1: <laughs> then if you were like, I was in Orange County. If you're in Orange County, oh, why are you doing Orange County for it, right? Or you go to L.A., they're like, why are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Right? Because people in Orange County would never go to won't go to L.A. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Right? I mean, granted, it'll take you like two hours to get there from Orange County to L.A., you know? <laughs> but, but people just, would just never mix, right? It would just never mix. And that was, you know, that was, that what tripped me out here is that you can have so many different subgenre of folks and stuff, and everyone's just kind of like chill and yeah, mix with each other. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was like, that would never happen in yeah. LA.
2: This, like, I guess, because California is bigger, uh-huh. but I don't know how, I mean, it's EDM, so it kind of stays marginalized. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, it's, I it mean, it's, I mean, because
1: I remember... In Orange County, you had this little place, one little spot that would have house music, right? And it was the only little spot in Orange County that had house music, Okay. right? It was, like, by, by the John, John Wayne Airport and stuff, this little bar and stuff. And they moved around a couple of times over the years and stuff, but it was just a little place. That was it. You go to another place, which was called Sutra, which eventually became a place called uh, Time and stuff. They tried to make it more Vegas style. Uh, it was more traditional, you know mainstream edm stuff right okay. uh did have a song play there which was kind of cool but i didn't get to go in for some reason i don't remember why oh yeah they wouldn't let me in i was like my track's playing here and stuff. <laughs> dude. but it was on the sound system and I so have it was kind of cool to do that i have yet so, to
2: be that person to be like that's my song that's my
1: song <laughs> it, i have say, i mean that's, that's always the, that was always the thing right because i remember when i had that one track played in vegas it was like it tripped
2: me out i mean it's like it's like
1: that's my song. I'm like, what the heck, yeah. right? And you it think like,
2: it's playing like in your phone or something because you listened to yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it's like it, you <laughs>
1: think about that it was, oh god. I mean, I sound silly to you know, like, but it's like, yeah, that seemed like the pinnacle of my music career. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is it, like you know, it. But you know, and let I mean, I learned a lot from from that too because it was a lot of, even get to get to that point or aftermath. Unless there was a lot of this lesson for the music industry itself. Mm-hmm. But taking away from all that other crap that happened. Um, to go there, have a club of, I don't know how many, um, Perfecto held at the time, um, at the Palms, right? Um, but this go in there, your track's playing, and you're, like, looking around, and people are, like, bobbing their heads up and down. And my cell phone sucked because it was only like an <laughs> iPhone 3G or something like that, so the video I had sucks. Versus like phones now, they'd be like crystal clear. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was it was it was the most. I mean, I played at places like House of Blues and all that stuff, and like had the 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 house lights turn on, and you say, "Holy shit!" There's a lot of people. It's like upstairs and downstairs and upstairs are filled, Ooh. right? Which is like crazy. You're like you go you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I had that, but it was, it was a different thing because it was sort of like, wasn't, never think it was going to get picked up or anything like that. Right. And it was like, it was the most surreal and humbling experience. I will say, right. To say, wow, this is cool. You know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really, really cool. Oh
2: yeah. Um, I think I had that feeling that you felt. The first time that I ever played one of my own songs uh-huh. to a crowd. Uh-huh. I think I felt that same feeling. Oh, it's yeah. It's just like, you're just like, holy shit. Like, people actually like this. You're like the
1: dancer. you yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh my god! Ah! <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like for me, it's a like me, I like mean, like, me, when I play my own music. Only because, you know, you, 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 when you play your own music, there's always so much, because you're so much heart and soul you put into that right yeah And and when you get to share it and see people react to it and it's like it's this whole it's a relationship yeah it's a relationship because like, it's you know again it's like music in like music in general right like people will interpret it and have different ways of interpreting music and all that stuff right yeah. but it's just cool I mean you know where you, where the music came from but you know you you know you know that in some sense of the way the song is having the same effect on someone However, it may be for them. Yeah. But they're having that impact on them. Yeah. Which is like the crazy, and it's, it's like that's what makes music fun, right? It's that you have you create that connection through something from your soul. Yeah. yeah. Right, and it's like there's nothing more, I guess, gratifying than to actually experience that in person, um, or online, or where it may be nowadays, right? True. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just you know you just you 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 cherish those moments and stuff. you know, just like when I you know when that in Vegas and stuff when that happened and stuff. Yeah, he's like I know I don't know if I ever see this again, but I'm gonna take this in, man. I was yeah. like, all right, you know. Um, but also you know you knowing that you're able to get to that point too continues to drive you at least for me. It's just like okay. Let me try to do it again, right? Not, yeah, not, oh, not, to, yeah. not to stress myself out and say, hey, I'm going to make a hit record. I mean, it'd be nice to say you have a hit song and stuff, and you get three billion mil plays and stuff, and you can retire. Great, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a one-hit wonder. <laughs> <You> know, it, <laughs> it pays the bills. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, 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 it does, because you have that that moment and stuff, and, and that impact and stuff, it keeps, at least for me, it keeps me going. Yeah. Right, after all these years. I mean, I, I love, that's been at least nine years, 10 years now, nine years, I think, okay, when that happened, um, nine years. Um, yeah, I mean, it's that's, that's, that's the fun part of it. Now, when the first time, when when was the first time you think, going from being going to raves and stuff, they say, let me do that, let me try that. What 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 made you say, what clicked in your head, let, let me try
2: this? <laughs> okay, so, it's kind of weird because it's, it's a little backwards. So I was in music classes when I was in middle school mm-hmm. and it was like intro to music and music theory and like the like ev- this was like the baby baby steps. This was like barely learning like who Mozart was and who Beethoven was uh-huh. and just learning about the music back then. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like an intro to like how to play a piano, mm-hmm. how to strum a guitar or anything like that. Uh-huh. It was ma- basically just non-stop musical information Mm -hmm. but i do remember that there was an exercise that we did where we were listening to a piece of mozart and we had to depict every instrument that was in the piece Uh so i get picked and i get Every instrument except one, which was a string, and I think it was a viola. Mm-hmm. And at that age, I didn't even know what a viola was, <laughs> so it never clicked in my <laughs> head. violin. viola is the violas, <laughs> same thing. Yeah, so I guess violin because it sounded like that. But oh. she was like, "You're really close." Mm-hmm. And I think at that moment was when like I knew I had an ear for music. Mm-hmm. Like if at at that age, for me to get almost a hundred percent, while all the other kids only got like two instruments. Mm-hmm. I knew that there was there was something clicked with me. It just happened with you. Yeah. So from being uh, there, and then I went to high school, obviously, uh, and I did some music theory there, and that's when I actually started learning a little bit of how to play piano and mm-hmm. learning what chords were. Mm-hmm. And then that was honestly the driving force, mm-hmm. was starting that young and realizing that I wanted to do something to do with music i didn't mm-hmm. even know what with music i mm-hmm. just knew it had to do with music mm-hmm. so from there i just from going to the raves learning what a dj does learning how music was done for edm mm-hmm. and just all the connection that you can bring how you were mentioning how you can connect with someone on a different level that doesn't involve your mouth or like communicating mm-hmm. speaking it's just through the f- frequencies of the sounds mm-hmm. that the person can vibe off of you if they feel your music, obviously. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's been a journey because <laughs> every time I, I, I think about that question every time that yeah. I, I just have my little thoughts, but it's like, what would have happened if I, what, if I didn't take that class? Mm-hmm. Where would I have gone or whatever? But it's always been music. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what, I just knew it always had to do with music. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was like, I remember it was probably like four years
1: old, five years old and stuff. I had this little one octave piano, right? It sounded like, you know, those cheap-ass kid pianos oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> but it was kind of cool. It kind of stood up. You had a little chair. Uh for like four or five years old, and for me, I guess what happened was that my mom would always listen to Barry Manilow. Okay. This is, okay. This is how it started. <laughs> and I would sit there and I would like figure out how to play a Barry Manilow song. Nice. Like where people are like, who the hell is Barry Manilow? Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, that's, that's how, I am. Uh, how old I am. How old I am. Google. Google Google's Barry Manilow. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's how I started was doing that. And I would just take any song on the radio and I would figure how to play at least like the melody piece nice, on nice, the panel. Nice, yeah, yeah. So you know, did that and stuff. Then you know, you do the junior high. Everyone played a recorder because that's what you do in the second or third grade, whatever it was. Um, then you know, I started saying, so to go join a band. Right. So of all the instruments I learned,
2: learned how to play was the flute. Nice. See, and I I wasn't able to get into instrument classes, mm-hmm. so I had to do choir. Okay. So from second, third, fourth grade. I was doing choir Uh and i think i was pretty bad (laughs) obviously i was a kid (laughs) uh but now growing up like i i remember like those lessons and i'm like okay i can actually like kind of sing Uh so now that i've been producing more i've started to use my voice and now i can actually like be in key Uh as to where probably when i was a little kid i was Uh just like squealing up to the top (laughs) of my lungs I was like Joey, stop it, stop it <laughs> No, that's funny,
1: no, you know, it's like you know i I did the choir stuff too, and I never considered myself I mean, I couldn't write lyrics even even write rhymes and stuff, but yeah. I just I think for me consciously it's just it's just weird to hear my own voice I mean Thanks. there's been there's been a few i mean there has been a few tracks I've had i've used i it's been my voice and I've used my voice in a way that I've been manipulated to actually um. Make it sound like an instrument, right, because okay. I was just comment did you now kind of manipulate and stuff, but I was just kind of humming the melody and it kind of layered it Oh, perfect. That's what've i done yeah, yeah, yeah. um so I've done that stuff like that too um that's creative
2: I'm gonna steal that
1: yeah it's it's fun <laughs> that yeah that's that that fun that, that part is actually kind of fun like to, to that. take that I forgot how I did it at one time, but basically it basically it is you know like at least hum in tune, thankfully uh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have to. I didn't have to Melodyne or uh, melodyne my my voice. <laughs> uh, so I, I've done that before. It's kind of a cool thing to do. This. Um, I feel like from a production standpoint. This experiment Was different oh, shit. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, I have this. You know, my wife has this Chinese blind dance drum and stuff, oh, right? Nice. And I still have. You know, like sometimes in some, you know, you see some like side trance and you some sort of tribal, like, oh, yeah, native most drums and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to do something with that drum, Ooh. right? I have, at least in my head, right? I, I, I have an idea, yeah, right? I just haven't quite figured out how to do it, right? Because you think about taking something like a Chinese opera. Right and kind of make that into a dance music. I don't know how it's in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't figured out how to do it. Right. Uh. But l- it's listen
2: to a bunch of lo-fi tracks. <laughs> they do. Like, they do a pretty good job. <laughs> my daughter's
1: like, "Hey, which one you like? Love? She loves, lo- she loves lofi." Uh, but um, but there's there's something that I want from a, a, using Asian Asian's music sounds because uh-huh. I haven't really heard that used on dance music because yeah. you hear a lot of. You know, either some Caribbean music, you know, you know, Caribbean or a tribal Native American sounds into it. I've heard that used, yeah, but I haven't heard yet using Asian um,
2: inspired sounds into a dance music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only have one song, uh huh, and for some reason I can't think of the song name right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But it, but it tells you how rare it is, right? Yeah, well, it's like, super rare. No, yeah.
2: and I'm I'm on that path as well. So, mm-hmm. it's definitely it's definitely hard to to like
1: nail it or something.
2: Yeah, because with uh, Oriental music, there's just a more peaceful, like calming approach. Yeah, it's not so much like Western, where it's just super hard, heavy every yeah. single freaking song. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it there's. Just that line where people don't know where it's at yet, where you can bring something so beautiful like like uh, oriental strings mm-hmm. and apply them. I guess you could do it like in a progressive house track, kind of?
1: I guess you could, especially because, you, you know, with a progressive house track, and you know, obviously you're creating that atmospheric feel to it,
2: right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess you could do with it, yeah. progressive house or a trance
2: song. Yeah, I just feel like that the the strings would have to be like the m- focal point. So yeah, n- you so would have the driver yeah, yeah. from that from oh, the strings yeah. and air stuff.
1: And yeah. be well, 'cause you can make it very melodic and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's say uh, what instrument is that? Uh, I can't think of they the name. Uh, the arp. Ar- the arp. What's the one string? The the chinese thing. oh yeah. shit i don't know what I, the hell come on chinese what the hell? <laughs>
2: uh i don't know what it is but i know what you're talking right it's yeah, like yeah. It, it's you see it's that it's just or, like a guitar, up, a guitar guitar or like guitar japanese shot. use uh-huh, it
1: also uh-huh, and uh-huh. stuff but something like that, That'd kind of like it'd be kind of cool oh, i'm probably gonna try something tonight <laughs> i'm gonna find some sound pack <laughs> that sounds like that uh, but yeah i mean i think that's the thing that's well, one thing again from our music production is taking different genre and a Line it, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, there's been. I've been working on some of these house tracks and stuff, um, but I've been wanting to add something like a funk guitar. There's a couple of tracks I have, and I've just been adding guitars in or just kind of a little it's got a slap at the bass, slap at the <laughs> bass or something, something just funk. Because yeah. even because even the one the EP I had last year, I had some most of the some of the tracks were it's like more housey sounding than I've it normally done. They felt funky. Yeah, they funky. There was one I actually. Played the bass line, on the bass, because okay. I could hear the mistake at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, I left it in there." <laughs> then my buddy Grace, hey, gives a character. <laughs> I was like, "I hear, I hear." He's just yeah, it's it's not my problem. It's the guy who played it. <laughs> I was like,
0: yeah, "I know." <laughs>
1: but you know, that's that's it, one thing. It's kind of fun at adding like live instruments into dance music okay. because it gives that, um, you know, that that. What word am I looking for?
2: God, I'm going blank here. Kind of like warmth.
1: Yeah, it gives it the warm. It gives it more of that analog feel to it and stuff. Because sometimes in dance music and stuff, we get you or the of music and super. stuff. We get so tied into MIDI's and everything else, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you, yeah, I, mean, I wish I want you know. Obviously, everyone, I think everyone producer wants it. I want, I want to have a bank of analog synths, you know? Oh, dude, that's my dream. Too. You know, <laughs> it's like you, you see people like like um, who's who's uh, who's uh, Vince Clark about uh, Erasure and you know the Depeche Mode. Okay. He has this whole and there's this video I watched. This whole basement of every single possible synth you could think of. Okay. That's amazing. It's all and he's got this crazy like I think it's in New York, and he got it all like wired and he could patch it down oh, and stuff. Sure. It's like it's like a synth like you're dying on the set heaven. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's yeah. just like.
2: I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I think that's too much.
0: <laughs> well,
1: yeah, it is like you know, it is like my wife will never see me. Uh, I sit in this room and my wife never sees me. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's it's something like that. It's like wow. I mean, just to I mean, it's hard to find that stuff. But just just I know if I had the funds to do it, it'd be stupid. I probably I have maybe an extra car, but oh, you give me like a whole room full of analog oh, sense. Yeah.
2: You give me any room, I'll make, I'll <laughs> I'll make something. So <laughs> I, I have this
1: whole closet and side, I got to do stuff with it too. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, I remember watching that. You know, watching see all the. I'm am I'm a documentary nerd because especially when it comes to music, right? Anything, especially in the music I listen to, like you know, growing up, like New Order, Depeche Mode, The Cure, and all those. You know, that's 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 my influence, okay. right? Um but even going back farther than that, anything from like what drove them, like craft work, um, it's stuff groups like that, right? I just documentaries, I'm just sitting there just watching and stuff, especially craft works, you know, like late mid seventies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And just how they even created the sound then.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right? I and love that, watching old school documentaries like I that. I mean,
1: it's like, it's it's, it's, it's insane, right? Yeah, we it have was, it
2: really easy, I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember
1: when I, you know, I started later in life producing music. Part of it because you weren't, it was not affordable to try to produce music in your home studio I mean it? Just, it you just couldn't Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is insane How much equipment You have to have um, But But now With DAWs And everything else I like think it's, it's And stuff that Emulated into myself, It's just so much Easier I mean It oh, is yeah. It is Versus You know Growing up Say when I was Even in my Early 20s I'll tell you how old I am um, It was very Very hard I mean it, I mean I remember I'm getting a Pro Tools in box 2. So this was early... This is probably 2003, 2004, around yeah. then. I mean, that was, like, one of the most... F- r- first, like, really robust
2: thing you could have in your home studio. Yeah, how did you work on that? <laughs> I saw pictures of what it looked like, and that thing looked like fucking... Like, not to diss on them, but it looked like <laughs> it was,
0: you,
1: you know, it was... <laughs> one, it was a bitch... To install and to set up, okay. right? It was a pain in the ass. Uh, I had it on a Windows
2: 98 machine. Okay? Oof.
1: That tells you how old that shit is, yeah, right? Yeah, it was right. like Windows uh, 98, the blue screen <laughs> of death, right? So did I your had, computer
2: did it? Did it even turn on at that point?
1: It, it, it wanted to die, man. It was like, it, dude, it's like saying, "F you! What the hell are you trying to do to me?" Right? Throw in an extra, throwing us, throwing a, us uh, a, a, a VST. <laughs> Done. You know, <laughs> done toast. Uh, it was it was a pain in the ass to set up, right? Um, and once I mean, I had I previous before that I've I've messed with Cubase, right? Okay. Uh, I had messed with um. What's the, uh, what's the precursor to Fruit Loops? Um, uh, do, 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 do. what the heck was called? I, I thought it was Cubase. Was it Cubase? Cubase before anyways, if you guys can put the comments here. I don't remember too old. I can't remember shit anymore. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you know, you, you play with it and all that stuff. Once it once it, it was going, it was going, you know. But I remember Windows on eight crashed. Oh god damn, I gotta go I gotta reinstall this whole yeah, thing yeah. Again. Cause you had all these you had all these cards with all the serial numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, had a yeah, card yeah. stack this much of all these serial numbers. Oh yeah. I gotta type it in. It's like fucking small. Instead, of you gotta type in all the serial numbers. <laughs> like reinstall will take you three weeks, just to reinstall yeah. all your all, all your patches and everything else. It was like, so it got to the point that I got tired every time my Windows machine died, and reloading uh, Pro Tools and everything else. I said screw it. So I ended up going <laughs> to. So from that point on, I went to Logic. Okay. Um, Logic was cool. Especially I like the feature in Logic that. As you, as you did your midis and stuff, it actually made musical notes, oh. which was the coolest freaking thing I thought, right? I was like, oh wow, it actually made it into musical notes. So in my journey of Dawes, and this with a side tangent here, um, so I went from, yeah, so I went, I went to Pro Tools, the little bit of Cubase, went to Pro Tools, went to Logic, then I ended up going to Ableton. So, that was sort of my DAW, my DAW history and stuff. Um, what is going on with this computer? Oh, it's just asking me to install shit. And we But, um, yeah, so that's, that's, maybe, that's my, my journey of dolls. So,
2: your journey, journey of DAW's. Uh, Mine's very short because, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I'm younger, so I didn't get to experience all those. But mine was, if I go to the very first one ever, I guess it would have to be GarageBand okay. And that was obviously done in my middle school class. Uh And that was my introduction to what a doll looks like and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I had a friend who had Fruity Loops Mm -hmm. and this was 2008. Mm -hmm. So I don't even remember what Fruity Loops that was, like seven or something. I don't remember how they do the years. But it was Fruity Loops and I saw that and I was like, wow, this looks way cooler than GarageBand. (laughs) And it turns out it was way cooler than GarageBand. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I started dabbling with that for a little bit. And since I was new and no one was teaching me, I would always have all of my sounds and everything was like delayed by like half a step. So you had yeah, this
1: insane reverb?
2: <laughs> yeah, everything was just like where the kick should be. Uh-huh. It was just one beat over. Uh-huh. And everything was like that. Uh-huh. So nothing stacked, nothing made sense, and I just got frustrated. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what was happening.
1: I'll be a little visitor I'm filming. The internet will see you.
2: Wave. <laughs> Say hello. Say hi to the internet. <laughs> but I got a How does it see your room? Because it does. With the
1: camera. Anyways, for <laughs> internet <laughs> world, this is my daughter. You're, you're, the camera is right
2: there. It's that little one over there by the TV. That one? <laughs> yeah, that little what? baby one. This is what happens when you have a home <laughs> studio. <laughs> oh, okay. You okay. Wanna, you want to give a message real anybody, quick? You want to say
1: hi to the internet, internet world? Wait, who are
0: those people?
1: People on YouTube. You're going to be on YouTube. You're going to be on Twitch. You're going to be Ooh. famous. You gotta be on, you're going to be on Facebook. Ugh. Okay. All right. Say bye to the world.
0: Okay, bye-bye.
4: Okay, <laughs> close to the door. I came down here for eating, but I just
2: thought you were doing this. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Cheers out. Bye. You got to leave that in there. So,
1: anyways, that, that's, that, those are the, uh, the things. You can, you got to leave that in there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: But uh, <laughs> Those are the best moments right there. That totally made the video. Uh, if least, this doesn't get a thousand likes or anything. you got to punch,
1: punch a like there. Add a subscribe. You didn't have some random show-ups on my daughter. <laughs> she has a song called Chicken Nuggets, too. We'll release it later. Oh,
2: shit. I'm ready to hear that because that's my favorite. It's
1: a hip-hop song, too. Ooh.
2: <laughs> I definitely want to
1: hear it. Oh, my gosh. That was, that was hilarious. But um, so. it's it funny, too. It's funny. It was, it was, it was, there's no, there's no worry about using GarageBand because I used it as a sound sampler for our band. <laughs> i i couldn't afford oh, anything yeah, it was it, like it, 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 i used, use what
2: you got okay? it was Look.
1: like i had i had drum pads from a garage band <laughs> and i used they had some basic sense we were using in it it sounded like with the stuff we had in the studio when we actually recorded it it worked fine yeah oh, no yeah. one knows the other difference
2: and don't let any dog discourage you either like use what you got use what you can get music is still gonna be music at the end of the day it doesn't matter how you got there as long as as you got there oh, exactly uh but yeah i went from fruity loops and then i was super against ableton just because i was one of those ableton uh skeptical like people who <laughs> looked at the dawn was freaked out because i'm like oh there's too much on this screen and you click the other screen oh there's like the same amount of stuff i didn't even know where to start so I just had it installed on my computer for, like, two years and still kept using Fruity Loops and Fruity Loops. And then just one day I kind of just gave in and was like, what's the worst thing that could happen if I switch to Ableton and I, and I can't learn, like, uh-huh. the learning curve or anything? I'm mm-hmm. like, well, the only way that I'm going to learn is to try. So I it was And
1: it's funny, too. Yeah, because the first time I had Ableton, I had one of those, you saw the NPC thing I have up, uh-huh. over there. and um, was like okay what do I do with it I mean yeah. I was like completely lost <laughs> it was like okay I don't know what to do with it um but yeah once I you know once you figure it out it's like again it, it's like it, it, any dog if any dawn, especially if you're new to it if you're a beginner seasoned person intermediate you know if you try something it's always it's okay to try something new mm-hmm. um just no problem with it um, I mean, heck, I, I freaked out going
2: from live 9 to live 10. I was like, dude, you changed all the shit here. What's going on? See, and um, I'm at that phase. I'm like, ah, I still don't want to go to 10 yet. Oh, you're still at 9? I'm still at 9. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. see, nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Daddy, i have go one more thing. I forgot to
1: spell Kiru. How do you spell Kiru? A. I know that one. Okay, K. E. Are
2: you? <laughs> She's cute. I like her. She's really neat. So nice. if
1: you see what the number one fan is, it's it's that one right there. <laughs> she likes anything I post. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh shit! She likes everything. Uh, but she asked questions. How come you don't have a million subscribers yet? I'm like, why? Because then you get something for a gift. Oh, you you get a plaque. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So, she's wanting it. She wants that plaque. So, nice. if I get them as subscribers, my daughter gets a plaque, so subscribe.
2: <laughs> I'm with that. Let's make that happen.
1: Oh, I uh, want to see
2: that plaque right here.
1: Right. Here we go. Put it right there. Um, yeah. So, anyways, the so dolls and everything else. but um, So, got to ask the question, though.
2: How did you end up choosing Shinobi as your stage <laughs> name? So, how that ended up happening was I had. Probably, I'm trying to think is if I had two other names before shinobi uh the first one was bmo uh-huh. and that was probably when I first ever even touched dj equipment or anything and I uh-huh. was probably doing mainly top 40 edm remixes and stuff when I was really popular back in like 2012 2013 uh-huh. uh but then I was just like I can't do that it's adventure time it's gonna get copywritten. so <laughs> had to scratch that I mm-hmm. went to uh one where it was ill with a a dead emoji so x underscore x so okay. it makes like the dead emoji thing uh, but as you can tell from your face that you just made right now, you were confused already with me trying to explain it <laughs> <laughs> so I the did the, le- the truth. <laughs> i uh did the most. I don't know, I I don't even want to say the dumbest thing I've ever did, but I did embarrass myself in front of 400 people trying to explain my name one time in the desert rave while I was performing. Uh They said my name wrong. Uh And I don't know what came over me, and I just grabbed the mic real quick, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to settle this now, (laughs) since I have everyone's attention. (laughs) And that sentence right there you never want to say because you know the next thing that's going to come out is just, garbage so i straight up was like my name is ill x and it took me like five ten minutes explaining everything and yeah. at the end of that i just gave the microphone back they all told me i was drunk and to go home <laughs> so i was like all right this name has to change okay the
1: fact that you're at a desert rave you're trying to tell people what that and explain <laughs> it instead they need tell you to go home <laughs> yeah they didn't want to
2: hear it after 10 minutes they're like you need to change your name And I was feeling that, and I was like, I gotta change my name, and honestly, I don't want to offend anyone, especially Uh, since it's where we are in life, and how everyone easily gets offended, Mm. Uh, but I love Asian culture, Uh Uh, that it's honestly, like, ever since I was a little kid, that was, like, my favorite thing to absorb the culture of that, Yeah. Uh, and... I just always liked ninja movies. I always liked Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Anything that just depicted like ninjas, ninja turtles. Uh. It just was the coolest thing to me is to be just hidden in the shadows and you could just pop out of nowhere and uh. just kick someone's ass. I'm not saying that I can <laughs> not saying that I'll just kick someone's ass or anything. Yeah. Uh but just the whole vibe that what a shinobi is and then if you mm. actually look at the history and like the ideology of mm-hmm. what a shinobi is i'm like oh that's all the teachings are like actually what make you a good person in life yeah so it's just something that always resonated with me even when i was bemo uh-huh. i was still trying to figure out a name mm-hmm. and in the back of my head i was like well shinobi could work so i might as well just like hold on to that and see what i uh-huh. can come up with uh-huh uh and unfortunately there's obviously a lot of shinobi's out there cuz it's music there's yeah. gonna there's gonna be duplicate names it's just gonna happen uh. uh but what i just did was do music with the cue because it wasn't so much as like it's just music yeah it's just it, it uh involves music yeah so i can be doing uh just music i can be doing a music video i can be doing tutorials like it just uh it gave me like a an open door Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't close myself in the box Mm -hmm. uh and so now i have shinobi music and it's uh shinobi is the first name Mm -hmm. and music is the last name Mm -hmm. uh and that's why it's also a q so it kind of looks like a last name and not just music Uh (laughs) uh and yeah the the dragon obviously anything with shinobi uh and even many other cultures dragons and serpents are always godlike beings yeah. and they're here to protect us and stuff so mm-hmm. that's what i try to put in my music is mm-hmm. all my positive intentions and just like giving everything 110% into my music so when you listen to it mm-hmm. you're immediately doesn't even matter if you listen to it for like 10 seconds you're going to get all that love that I, that I put into it, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I came up with Shinobi music and kind of like stuck with it. And it's like, that's, that's, that's it now. No, that's, that's a yeah. cool
1: background. And that's, it's, it's, it's always fun to hear how someone's come to like a stage name or where it may be as far as like they name the title of an album and stuff. Right. It's, yeah. it's understanding the the background of where it came from. It's, it's always interesting cause there's always a story behind yeah. it. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no no no, that's cool. I always I always wonder. I don't know why I never asked you. It's like, <laughs> how did you come up with Shinobi music? But um, no, because because I remember the first time I heard your stuff and stuff. I think you know Sean C. was like oh, yeah Shinobi. I was like oh, okay. And I and I admit originally I thought okay he's an Asian guy right. And I was like <laughs> nope he's not Asian. <laughs> no maybe so that's totally cool. That was cool. I mean even even like Akira. Akira is not you know I'm Chinese by descent right. But Akira is actually a Japanese word. Okay um it's actually a word my wife came from reading a book right um to let light in um this really what it meant but um i might probably have said it a few other times before um but but yeah i mean it's like it's always cool to understand or uh, to find out how again albums names are created or stage names are created and all that stuff because it's just it means something to an individual, and it's inter- it's always
2: interesting. I find it
1: interesting. It's a nerd thing
2: uh, <laughs> where it comes from, so I think that's yeah. cool. I appreciate you. appreciate you sharing oh, that. Yeah, of course. Awesome. No, I, I love hearing that, too. I love hearing everyone's background of how they got their name, because I always like asking, because it's very interesting to hear the origin story versus what you perceive it as yeah. just by hearing the name or mm-hmm. listening to the sound that the person is putting out. Definitely. So, yeah, I love that. So, what do we have in store
1: as far as releases in the next couple of months?
2: Uh, well, releases are going to be... I've been doing, like, monthly releases at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, in the past, have done, like, a release every week. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that was that was getting a little bit too much because <laughs> I, I wasn't fully immersing myself into the music Mm -hmm. so i've noticed now that i give myself a month i can work on uh, a few tracks but then focus like on one for that month and Mm -hmm. then like baby it and polish it and put it out Mm -hmm. uh but there is a release coming out right now it's called uh it's not uh actually it is it's called melody Mm -hmm. sorry i was confusing it with the one that just came out called someone familiar Mm -hmm. but the new one's called melody i played it in the mix uh, that one i used my own voice for the first time nice and i was able to manipulate it in a way that i i like deep mm. like uh uh i was telling <laughs> my wife before I came cuz we were listening to other music but i was like i really like the uh like dark uh black men's voice like it's mm. like a uh, very like I think it has to do with the gospel. Cause... Deep baritone kind yeah, of voice. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. So even with like uh, it was Barry White, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Hey, baby," like that, <laughs> just that deep voice.
0: <laughs> baby, baby. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I've always liked that deep voice because it's like so. For some reason, to me, it's like warm and comforting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like there's. It's like a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to emulate the same way uh and it was honestly a new spark that it's like just lit the fire that it was kind of like going away uh-huh. i kind of was like with the whole pandemic and everything and i'm like well i'm not playing out no one's gonna be listening to my music unless they actually are like super hardcore fans mm-hmm. for the hardcore fans though i love the shit out of you and i'm i'm doing this for you guys like like I'm not anything without y'all. So your guys' input, your guys' feedback, everything means the world to me so it keeps me uh just going. It gives me like that affirmation like hey, I, I'm I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. I'm not there 100%, but hey, like these people this is what they like, this is what they want to help me with and stuff. So I'll I'll take it and awesome. Yeah, and just produce something beautiful for them. Awesome.
1: Me. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, Good stuff.
2: But yeah, so Melody is the next one coming out, and then pretty much all the songs that you heard in the mix, each one of those is gonna be slowly let out each month, So just keep an eye out on that on my socials. Uh, I'm very heavy on Instagram, so that's probably the best social to follow me and interact with me. I message everyone every day that messages me, uh, and I'll continue to do that because that's what it's all about. It's just getting to connect with you guys on a deeper level and just going on this crazy
1: ride with me <laughs> awesome stuff awesome stuff um i know you, obviously for folks that don't know also you're into shuffling and everything else like you guys been that's obviously with all the stuff going on and stuff oh, that's yeah, like, yeah. how that's been going on uh, i know you've been releasing you were releasing videos for a while too Some of your shuffling too i always I was. thought it's cool yeah so
2: the cool thing with that was i was able to dance and use my own music and kind of do my own self-promotion and stuff but I actually had a back injury a few months ago. Oh, I
1: remember that.
2: So, that actually had to, I had to put shuffling at a pause so I haven't shuffled in probably since uh, February?
1: Yeah, it was about the beginning yeah. of the year we were talking about it. You yeah. mentioned
0: about so that. So,
2: it's been like four or five months now. Mm-hmm. I'm currently not in the career anymore obviously because I don't dance so I didn't a reason for me to be in there mm-hmm. uh, i can still support them from outside of the team uh-huh. uh, as you can see i'm wearing the mask right now uh-huh. i was just saying like, that's why i had to bring it up It's like no it's the, it's yeah, the mask no matter what they're still my family uh-huh. them to death, and i'll always be there for each one of them so good stuff i'll always support them but yeah i, I used to be a shuffler i, I glove i poi. i do pretty much any floor i can pick it up uh it's not just music with me <laughs> <laughs>
1: everything uh, Awesome, awesome. Well brother, I appreciate you coming awesome. in. Thank you so much, man. Thank you very much. Did we have a hand sanitizer too? No. <laughs> All right. Joey, Shinobi, appreciate you as always. Hope you guys enjoy this set. It's awesome. And here's my little visitor again. I don't know what to eat. All right, I'll come back. Say bye to everyone today in the internet world. Bye bye. Alright everyone here again. This is Akira behind the open door with Shinobi. Enjoy this set coming up.
0: S. Yeah.
3: Just no.
4: speed is tall To ride this ride At the carnival Oh, we'll come take my hand And right here will play land So high, too high At the carnival And it's all fun and games, till somebody falls in love But you already bought a ticket and there's no turning back now Round and around like a horse on so a carousel We go, but well, I catch up to love I could never tell I know, chasing after you is like a fairy tale but I feel like I'm moving on tight to this